in fact, the one and only legendary Mr. Cheese? Yep. Is that who you are? I'm I'm the guy. I fucking knew it. I knew there was something about you. There was something just special about you that you were hiding you wouldn't tell me what it was mm-hmm. um and here we are it's one of my many secrets it's the the truth is out there if you're a truth seeker you will find it if you keep looking mike is the fucking one and only legendary mr motherfucking cheese and ladies and gentlemen welcome to this week's episode episode 138 of the past the controller podcast every week myself and mike and sometimes the other people that are in Pass the Controller sit down to talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. And, uh, yeah, I'm your host, Brendan, and I got with me, as always, my left-hand guy. And I'm always saying that because you're on my left-hand side. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Michael Dezier. How, how you doing tonight, Mike? Yeah. Feeling good? Yeah. I, I, I can't decide. Do you feel hot or cold with your attire? Uh, just right. Now... Is your chest too hot and your arms are too cold right now? Or I guess the other way around, normally your your arms are very warm, so you want to keep them aired out? Well, I keep them aired out. Okay. I don't get vests, I guess. I, can't you see I'm just cold right here? That was a Dimitri Martin bit. It's Dimitri Martin's in it. Does he do stand-up anymore? Does he do anything? He's uh, hilarious. I just feel like I, I don't hear from him anymore. He, he had a special come out... Um, he had a special come out. Mike is blowing the fuck up right now. Last, I remember watching his most recent special on a plane. Like I, I took the time out to save it onto my computer. And I ended up watching it while I was flying. Um, it was on Netflix with a Netflix special. He's also a voice of. Um, he's the voice of Ice Bear on the show We Bear Bears. I don't even know what that is. It's a cartoon show on Cartoon Network. Interesting. Is it still? Is it currently on? Yes, currently on. It's like a. Do it's a children's it? show. Oh. I want to make that clear. It's a children's show. Bobby Moynihan's also on the show. That's my guy right there. Fucking. Uh, Doesn't get along with Toast. He's a fucking uh, Big Brother super fan right there. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was doing a Rick and Morty thing, but you were doing like a actual. Oh, he doesn't get along with Toast because he's like the longest running cast member. Mm-hmm. And then after that, did he leave the show? You did end up leaving the show. Well, yeah. I wonder, was it that skit? Did it, like, push him over the edge? Like, no. I'll show you who the longest-running cast member is. I'm sure it was, like, two sure, like two seasons before he left. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is Keenan now the longest-running cast member? Uh, He's probably up there. I think I looked, I think I knew who it was before that, and now I forget. But he's probably, he might have actually just taken it, to be honest. I feel like he's been there forever. He's been there for a long, like, I was shocked how long... And you say, like, oh, yeah, he's been on there for, like, 15 years. Like, really? And then you do the math. It's like, oh, shit. And then you're like, wait a minute. How old are you, Keenan? And Keenan, like, laughs and then disappears. <laughs> what I want to know is... Electric, electric, That was a fucking was good skit. It was a dumb skit, but it was so good for some reason. I What I want to know is, is, is he... Does he do a lot of joke writing on the show? I have no idea. I think he has... I think, basically, my understanding of SNL is that to get parts on sketches you basically have to help write the sketch. Like, they're all writing sketches. And uh, if you, like, want to break out there, then you have to, like, pitch something start good. Start getting in there. Pitch something good that ends up being on the show. Okay. Okay. So like if you want to have, like, your little bit character show up on Weekend Update, you have to, like, write something good for him. Uh, that, one, that one guy is always on Weekend Update. He usually does, like, rich guy 
Um, Beck Bennett? No, it's not Beck Bennett. It's the it's the it's the guy that plays the like the super dumb Trump son. Oh, okay. The one, so not the one that we just discussed was actually in. Yes, not that one. No, the other one. The other one. Yeah, I don't remember what his name is. I don't know what his name is either. Ah, uh, fuck! It's gonna drive me insane. He's because he's not a featured player. Uh, he he's he's a cast member, not like a he's featuring. Not, he's yeah, he's like one of those supporters. Uh, Moffat, there's someone with oh, Moffat his last name. Yeah, I think Moffat is his last name. Um, yeah, I don't know what his first Scott name is. Scott Moffat. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> but Moffat, that sounds right. Moffat right? is definitely someone's name on the show. It's got to be his, because I think I can name every other cast member besides him. Yeah, Moffat. Yeah, something Moffat. I don't yeah. know. It's a good. Uh... Who does the intro voices now? It's not Daryl Hammond, obviously. Wait, is it Daryl? I think it's still Daryl Hammond. Really? I don't think he left. Interesting. After Anyways. Pardo died, it was, it was him. But I don't think he's left doing that. I don't know. Which is weird because I feel like he hates SNL. But that's why I was like confused. I, I thought of oh, there was some some. Not bad blood, maybe bad. Blood. I don't fucking know. Baby, now we got bad blood. What a fucking banger, Mike. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's just kind of get into it right here. We're recording a little bit later than normal. We got some cookies in our belly already. A couple of couple of nice, delicious beverages to go with it. Right. How have you been, Mike? I feel like I haven't seen you in a week. Yeah, that's that's probably right. I have to check the math on it, but that's probably correct. Sounds about right. Um. I was going to bring up two games that had launched this week on the eShop, but I feel like it would probably just fit well into what have you been playing lately. Um, played some Overwatch, played some Smash, played some Cuphead. That's have up. you been dabbling with the new Overwatch event? Have you done the new mode, like the, no, I haven't done the, the new mode. story mode? Mm-mm. Have you matter of fact, it? I don't, maybe I didn't play Overwatch, because I think I've, I'm just trying to get the loot boxes, but I haven't gotten the, um... You know me, I like playing Total Mayhem, and it hasn't... The few times I turned on my Xbox, it wasn't in rotation, so I was like, eh. How often do those modes in arcade mode rotate? The, so it depends. Like, some of them... One of them will change daily, and then at least one of them will change weekly. Okay. And then there's, like, a playlist one. Like, I feel like Mystery Heroes is always there, and then one will change... Like I said, one change daily. And then, for instance, because of the event, one is just the event hmm. um yeah i mean as far as arcade modes go i usually only like to play um either team deathmatch capture the flag or deathmatch mm-hmm. i just I don't really like the other modes in arcade mode um so when you had mentioned that you were playing cuphead mm-hmm. this is obviously in regards to uh its recent release this week on Switch. Right. Uh, how far did you get? Uh, not far. I beat the first run and gun. Um, I beat, what's his name, Goopy? Goopy Legrand. Goopy Legrand and then the the vegetable trio, whatever they're called. Uh, I forget what... I mean, it's the carrot, the onion, and... Potato? Potato, yeah. I forget what they're called, though. Um, yeah, I can't remember what their name is. But... I so I've been playing Cuphead obviously as well. Um 
I've gotten through the first aisle. I've beaten all the all of the first stage, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been playing it like so. I mean, obviously we've played through. I've well, I've played through this game already before. I beat yeah. the whole game on Xbox, um, so I have a little bit of familiarity when I get into it. Um, but I will say I feel like I'm way better, at least in the first aisle against these bosses. Not having played in a little while either, I'm. Uh, I think I aid every boss, Ooh. and I. I don't know what I needed to do to get it to an S. I don't know if it's because I did everything. Like I, you did the parries. No, I you didn't. didn't get I didn't hit. take damage. I did all the parries. I did get all the cards. I think you need to get six, so you need to at least use one special move to get an additional card because you can only stack five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's just time or what. Probably. Um, or if there's something. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. I'm not like super crazy guy about knowing like how to get s pluses because i definitely know i can't do that for the whole game so i'm not even attempt to do that but getting a bunch of a's made me feel really good about myself and um i will say that i know we played it at pax and i had this same thing lingering in my brain and by we you mean you and and joe what do you mean i didn't play it there well yeah okay so i know i played it at pax i know joe played at pax but Prior to PAX, there was this like lingering thing of people online saying like, "Oh, you know, Cuphead on Switch doesn't run well. It's laggy. It's choppy. Load times are terrible. All this stuff." I didn't notice any of that at PAX, and I have I played through the entire first aisle and I didn't notice anything like that. Like it was smooth as hell for me. I played it only in portable mode. I haven't played it on my TV, um, and. I don't think the load times are any worse than Xbox, and I have a fucking Xbox One X, so mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't know where maybe people were just playing earlier builds of the game that weren't patched or something. I have no idea, but I, maybe your experience is different. But for me, I haven't noticed anything bad like that. I haven't noticed anything. As a matter of fact, I was like waiting for it to be like super bad. And like, so yeah, was I. Is... Because of people saying that stuff, I was expecting it to be I'm not like superb, especially because I, I heard it from some people you know who had the game you know a month or two ago that were playing it early for review and I'm like talking to them about it and they were they were upset they were like it makes me so sad that it's not running optimized and I'm like oh this this is like terrible and I took their word kind of for what it was cuz they're you know they a I'm not going to put them on blast but they you know they work for a a larger outlet and you know I trust I trust that they're not like making things up and I don't think they were making it up I just think maybe they were playing an unpatched earlier build or something um with it being a digital game obviously you know as they're finishing things or whatever they can push out updates so i've been super impressed with that i think it it is like hands down runs perfectly on switch like and i think that it if you didn't have it on xbox or it's on is it on steam or it's not on steam it's on Windows? I think it's actually on Steam now too. But it was all, it's also on Windows. It should be on Windows. Yeah. I'm not a PC if, guy. So if you if you have it was game or play anywhere. Play anywhere. So like if you had it on Xbox, you had it for Windows. Okay, but then I also got added to Steam. Mm-hmm. So if you never played it on Steam or Windows or on an Xbox, and you have a Switch, I've seen a lot of people like on Twitter and like. You know, in different, like, other social media places. Like, I've seen people in, like, the MVC group on Facebook say it, like, oh, should I buy Cuphead? Like, do, is it worth $20? Motherfucker, it's worth $60, in my opinion. Like, it's such a good game. I actually forgot to look at the price before I bought it. I was like, nah, I'll just get it. 
I again, like this is a game that I've put sunk in dozens of hours. I've beat this game up and down. I love this game. I don't need to buy it again, but as soon as it went on sale, hell yeah, I'm giving them my money. Not only did I not beat it on the Xbox, but I already had the portability option and the fact that I've got computers that could run it, that I could like take like I had laptops I could play it on. Yeah, I wasn't going to, but this I have the option. Studio MDHR, they're phenomenal people. They've done amazing things with this game. They, for me personally, they totally deserve my money a second time. I'm not worried about it. It's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks twice. It's number one in the eShop for a reason. It's gonna fucking they're gonna make so much money. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm very confused. Um, Were you watching that? Yes, that's why. I, that's why I'm just like shaking my head. Um, so as as Mike and I record this episode, we have uh, the Overwatch League on in the background just to kind of keep up with what's going on there. And there's there's just nonsense. There was just a Winston solo was, moving. It was the dopest back cap <clears throat> I've seen in a while. Yeah. Did they get? They didn't get the point. They didn't get the but point. But they moved it pretty much to the end of it. Yeah. Um. And it doesn't I mean this is. Uh, well, it doesn't really matter. It's a. Three now, so I mean, yeah, it matters for like it matters for seating and stuff, for yeah. stage difference, yeah. Um, but anyways, because nobody cares about us commenting on the ongoing match of Overwatch League. So Cuphead, fantastic. If you're on the fence about it for some reason, it is definitely a difficult game. Um, but honestly, I feel like I've actually never played it. There's two difficulties. Well, technically three. Once you beat the game, you can play it on expert. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've never played a level on the simple mode, so I don't know how easier it gets. Yeah, I haven't played it either. So I can't speak to the the lower difficulty mode, how easy, in fact, it does get. Um, but it's it's all hand-drawn animation. It's absolutely gorgeous. There's no video game like it. I mean, genre-wise, there are similarities to other games. But as far as the art style and, and everything that these guys you know, and, and women have poured into this game, it's 100% worth checking out, especially if you're a fan of art or this animation style. Like it, For that reason alone, it is worth... And the music. The music's so fucking good. It's great. Um, it, 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 is, it is more... Not more. I mean, it, it is a fantastic game, but it's also a fantastic piece of art um, for, for many reasons. So it's highly recommended. It's a, in my opinion, on any platform it's available, which at this time is is you know PC, Xbox, and now Switch. It is a everything but the PlayStation. Yeah, it is a must purchase. It is a like definitely a must buy game. Uh, hopefully we get, hopefully E three tells us when that DLC is coming because I would love to know. Um, and I'm pretty sure. So I beat the first aisle, and in the transition to the second aisle. I thought this was an update coming. I, I need to look into it. I thought it was an update coming with the DLC, but maybe... So when it launched on the Switch, there was also an update to the game itself for all versions, mm-hmm. which obviously the Switch version is just the updated version. But I think in that update, it must have been, there's now animated cutscenes. So when you get to the next aisle, like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure in the old version, the original version of the game, it was just like a book, and it was like still shots with text. Right. Now it's text with animated scenes, oh. and it's fucking awesome to see like Cuphead and Mugman like moving their hands and like mouth like a like a cartoon from the forties. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I don't know, it's just like it's a, it makes me want them to make a fucking actual legitimate show so bad. I think they would do it, and I think that that I think that somebody would approach them and give them money to do it. I don't know about a show, but maybe like a, a short <clears throat> series, a short yeah, maybe a short series. Netflix, 
I hear you guys are looking to do shit. Netflix is the is the one that should Amazon? do it. Amazon? <clears throat> huh? Knock on the door? I don't want Amazon. I mean, Apple? If, if any of them knock on the door, I'm sure they'll take the hefty offer if it's there. I mean, ideally, it would be cool to see it on Netflix or... I mean, I don't know if Disney would do it. I don't know if Disney would do that. Nah, I don't think it's Disney. I don't think it's Disney. They would either really want to lean into the the nostalgia aesthetic or really want to lean away from like hey this is not like we don't want you to think this was like something that we did back then like this is not us yeah so then it's it, either, it, it it's either they would it. they it would could, really want to do it or they really wouldn't because here here's the thing and this is what i trust the molten Howers to do is that if they were to go down this route and do a show or do something like this they would still just like with the game itself want to retain the entire intellectual property and the entire creative say on what they do. Mm-hmm. So Disney, I feel like, would be the ones that would want to have some ownership of something. So they probably wouldn't do it. But I could see like Netflix or I guess Amazon. I don't know. Anyways, we talked about Cuphead for a long time. Um, but another fantastic monumental indie also launched yesterday on the Switch, and I believe it's only on Switch and Steam as well. And that's Katana Zero. Did you pick that up as well or not nope. yet? You, you, but you plan on getting it at some point, just not right now. It's it's not high priority. Like, I enjoyed it. It's not high priority for me. So, like, you know, one day if it's like, oh, yeah, Mike, guess what? It's like $5. And I'm like, well, I got $5. It's so weird to me because I feel like it's a game that is so you. Yeah, it probably is. It's so weird that you're, like, not hyped about it. I don't know. I, I feel like it's more of a you game and a, and a Todd game than it is a me game. And I've already sunk in a couple hours. Uh, what can I say? I like to uh, subvert expectations. Apparently. Get it? Um, but Katana Zero dropped as well. Uh, $15 on the eShop as well as on Steam. And that's from uh, Askisoft, I believe, is the is the developer. It's made by, I believe it's made by a small team or one guy. I can't remember off the top of my head. And then it's being published by Devolver. And, man, it is, it is good. Playing it at PAX did not does not do it justice to how good it is because playing you know no distractions got my headphones on laying in bed like it is fucking awesome it has a really good narrative so far um and and it i don't know i mean i haven't finished the game i'm not i'm sure i'm not far enough into the game to even know but in the narrative parts of the game did you play it apex yes did you notice that there's like on all the dial like in the dialogue sections you get options of what to pick yes and you can choose to like there's like a time timing window to like speed up the conversation yeah and then there's like if you wait through that time window then options show up mm-hmm. so depending on what you pick things change. change um so i don't know how deep that goes i don't know how that affects it i don't know if there's multiple endings um but I'm definitely curious to see kind of how that plays out because already I know I made some decisions in the PAX East demo and when I was playing uh, yesterday, I'm like, well, I'm not making those decisions again. I'm going to play this a little bit differently. Um, but I'm really enjoying it and the, and the gameplay is very satisfying and already, I mean, I'm not even that far into the game, I'm sure, and already there's some rooms that get like pretty pretty challenging and they're very enjoyable when you do like succeed and in, in, progressing through them so i'm really really excited to kind of dig deeper into that that's another game that you know if you're into 
I don't really know what I would compare it to. Would you have a, a game to compare it to? Uh, yeah, I almost had one too. Not, not me, boy. Almost Hotline. Just like in a different, uh, like Hotline perspective. Yeah, perspective. Because Hotline was top down. This is yeah, yeah. I'd put like, it. I'd put it with Meat Boy for the simple fact that it's like single like areas mm-hmm. where one hit kill and yeah. you restart the room right away. Um, Hotline was one hit kill as well, right? Uh, or maybe you could wear masks <clears throat> that gave you extra health or something. I think you had masks. That I remember like running around the first game with like the tiger mask because then you could just punch people and they died. Something like that. Yeah. So it, it definitely has some similarities to oh, those no, games. food is getting really close. Okay. That's on Jen. Jen, the food's almost here. I don't know what that noise was. Yeah, it was... Um, so the... Yeah, I mean... It, it, some core gameplay mechanics are, you know, relatable to like Hotline Miami, and then like I said, Super Meat Boy on that very base level of it's, you know, certain small areas one hit kill, you restart the room rather quickly. Um, I I just I think the gameplay is very solid. It I really haven't noticed any. Basically, one hit kills you, and you have. They're out front. All right, Jen, the food is here. Huh? I, I'm not bossy, fans. I'm just saying the food's here. I can't get up. We're in the middle of, of recording the episode. I I care if I get up. Go get the food. Go make Mike a sandwich. They changed the boxes. Go, why aren't you getting the food? Anyways. Uh, what the game is and in, in the mechanics of the game, I haven't noticed any anything like negative to say about it. I haven't noticed like sloppiness. You need to silence your shit. What are you doing right now? Just silence I'm a, it. I'm a busy man. You're not a busy. I got a lot of business. Going. Well, you get the vibrations going. Good vibrations, Mike. Um, so yeah, Katana Zero is another one. If if that style of game sounds interesting to you, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Um. It's definitely for me, you know, fifteen bucks well spent. I'm looking forward to d- diving into that. Hopefully, can bang that out rather quickly, and see if there's a uh, reason for me to play through it again, with like the branching dialogue and stuff. Yeah. Um. Lastly, as far as new things that come out this week, there was another rather large thing that was important to us, mm. uh, and that's Smash 3.0 update, Mike. Mm-hmm. Which included the first character in the fighter pack. Fighter pass? Fighter pass? Uh, character pack one, fighter pass. Yeah, that's not true. Okay. Uh, so if you are not familiar with you know Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for the Wii U, for the Switch, <laughs> um, and what they're doing with the DLC, they basically have a, a fighter pass. They're going to add five characters over a span of time. The first one being Joker from Persona 5, and that launched this week, and it was so popular that it crashed not only Nintendo's online service, but the eShop as well. eShop, everything went down. Everything went down. My watch stopped working. It was weird. Um, I saw someone either tweet or something today 
or yesterday, I don't know, I saw it recently. Um, Nintendo's hiring, now hiring a, like, manager for, like, Nintendo Online service. So someone was like, so did this person get fired after that? Or um, They honestly didn't have one before. They just had, like, a, a paper that said internet. <laughs> oh, no, Mike. You're terrible. But you're not wrong. Um, so that happened. It crashed. It was supposed to go. I, I don't know initially if there was a time that it was supposed to go live i was really hoping when i woke up wednesday morning was it wednesday what's today friday yeah it was wednesday so it was wednesday uh when i woke up wednesday morning i like checked my switch in the morning like let me just get this update done now so when i come home later you know after work i'm good to go that was not the case nope neither was uh Cuphead and Katana Zero weren't there for me in the morning on Thursday either. I I was prepared for that. Like, I forgot what day Cuphead was coming out. But I remember with Ape Out that I had pre-ordered it. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to, like, just try it out before I go to work. And I turned it on, and it wasn't there. And then I I found out, like, oh, you know, it's not available until 9 a.m. So, like, like, I knew that games don't show up until at least 9 a.m. I don't think Cuphead and Katana went live until noon here. I don't. I don't know if there's a set metric or time for it. I, I tried to look into it briefly. I didn't like spend too much energy on it. But what it's made it sound like was Nintendo first party games will go live at midnight of that day, mm-hmm. where other stuff is kind of no. So I don't really know what what how it breaks down and what gets decided how, which way. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Either way, I wasn't expecting it to be a you know nine p.m. thing when I got home Wednesday night, and then turn into a ten like forty five thing, because right. um, the eShop crashed and I just sat there for you know longer than I probably should have, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing because I was I was stream hopping around looking at a lot of the pro Smash players that were streaming because I was like oh they must be already fucking playing with Joker I want to see how he how he fights. And so many pros were also not lucky enough to get in there at the beginning window. Um, But some of the people that I was watching, like, that's why I kept refreshing because out of nowhere, they'd just get in. So it was, like, slowly letting people in. And before it finally kicked for me and let me in, there was, like, a few different times in a row where I got into the – like, it started saying it was downloading, and it was, like, 120 hours. And then it kicked me out. And then the next time it'd be like 88 hours. I'm like, okay. And then eventually it was like 12 minutes. I'm like, whoa, what's happening? And I got in. Um, at first, I don't know. I, I feel like I was like, no, I like Joker. It's He's cool. Like they've done this character justice. I love the music. I love the stage. I love all the stuff they've added. I don't know if he's for me. And he's probably still not going to be a character I use. But I like him a lot more that I've sunk some more time into him. Mm. Um, he's definitely a character I think that will be hard to get a grasp of, but if you get used to his nuances, you can probably be really dirty with him. Like, he'd probably be a very high-level character to use. Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts are on him, or Um, how much time you've been able to sink in with him. Not a lot of time, because I basically just, you know, I got him... I played with him a little in training. Um, I brought my Switch to work, and then, like, me and my co-workers were playing. Like, I played one match as him. Mm-hmm. 
uh, he to me is a character that I want to use. I know I'm not going to be good with him because I think he's got a very high skill ceiling and maybe yeah. maybe even like a, a high skill floor to the mm-hmm. point where I don't know if my skill would allow me to do well with him. But I think in the right hands, he might be like someone that you see very often in like in tourneys or whatever. Like, oh, you know, this guy's gonna break out Joker. I don't know if he's gonna be like someone's first pick, like I'm gonna main him, or if he's gonna be like a secondary when they're having trouble with somebody. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure what they're gonna do, like how that'll roll out too. But I, I don't know. D- does Cloud still get picked a lot? I feel like he does. Uh, I don't think so. I think something changed with Cloud where they don't use him as much. I don't I don't remember what the exact scene is right now. I know for a while Inkling was big. Um, I actually don't even remember what the top tier list is at this point. I kind of fell off of keeping track. I feel like it's always like so fluctu- like fluctuating though between who's making the tier list. Like I feel like I see a lot of lists from like, you know, pros and stuff like that and I'm like, I don't really know if I agree with that and it's it's always different the top like few tiers are always a little bit different so like for a while i believe off offhand i remember inkling i want to say peach and um peach over daisy is i thought daisy was was it was it was either one or both i don't remember which hmm. and uh i want to say pikachu were like up in the top like if there was if there was an S tier, then they were up there, mm-hmm. if I remember right. Was Pichu up there, too, for a little while? Pichu m- might have been. I remember, like, when we were, like, struggling, like, that first time we were playing the game and, like, Pichu was, like, just running shit. Yeah. And I think later on, it's was like, oh, you know, Pichu being ranked this high yeah. does not surprise me. Hold on. Pichu's running shit. Let's be very clear. We couldn't unlock Pichu. We lost to Pichu, like, five times in a row. Because yeah. we're fucking absolute trash. Um... Yeah, I, I don't really know what the current you know meta is as far as rankings of, of characters in Smash. I, I do think that as Joker stands right now, whether they you know nerf or buff him in the future, I think he'll end up being you know in the right hands pretty deadly. He's he seems to to have some decent kill moves. Uh, I told you that I was just messing around with him and like pulled off a true combo. So I'm sure he has like some good you know combos and and techniques that he can use and i really think his character shines once his arsene yes. his persona is active i feel like his moves get way powerful um like think cloud when he gets uh limit break limit break but that's one move so like pers- uh joker is just living in limit break for a time period Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I mean, he's definitely cool. I don't know if I'll ever take the time to get good, good with him, but he's definitely somebody I'll mess around with when we're all, you know, dicking around playing some Smash. But the, the stage is amazing. The stage is gorgeous. Like the attention to detail on that. The music, you know, is fantastic. Eleven songs, I think. That's uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's more than Cloud. Cloud, Cloud is, Cloud reminds me of, um, and I don't do sports, so I can't actually fully commit to this reference but i remember there was that one guy that had to always show up to like the fucking thing after the game where like the reporters talk to people Mm -hmm. and he's like i'm just here so i don't get fined like that's what cloud is in this game like i'm just here so i don't get fined yeah somebody i saw somebody tweet out an image of joker snake 
Cloud, and there may have been one other person, like, taunting on a stage in a line, mm-hmm. and the caption was like, wow, PlayStation Battle Royale All-Stars 2 looks lit, or something <laughs> like that. I mean, you would think that, like, that would that would literally be, that should be a roster for that game, and not yes. Smash. It's it's pretty wild that, that they're able to do it. It almost makes me, like, completely just unable to predict who the next four characters are going to be. As a matter of fact, you know what, it, here here's our new our new task is to look at the battle royale uh roster and then give them a smash move set smash move set in the smash um victory pose victory thing from fortnite no battle from oh PlayStation. from from playstation all stars okay you said battle royale and i was I like said battle I, royale. I, I was so confused i, was I like, forgot fortnite? what thing i should call it i i is it called Battle Royale? PlayStation All Star oh, Battle Royale. No, I don't remember what it's called. I don't know. Now I don't even remember if the game even existed. Listen, I love Smash. I played maybe one or two matches of PlayStation Battle Battle. It must be Battle Royale All Stars. PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, that game is just not good. It is just not a good game. They were fighting an uphill battle i it would have been fine like they clearly were ripping off smash they should have just fully ripped it off and just here, made a good game here is my me actually contributing to anything we do here by actually talking uh playstation battle royale uh all-star super silly smack bros is to smash what the dc cinematic universe is to marvel universe where marvel came in and they came in hot. They did it super well. Yeah. People liked it. And then, you know, Sony slash DC pops in, says, hey, you know, we want to cash in on this, but we don't want to be like a direct copy. We need to distinguish ourselves somehow. And, you know, you know, applaud them for at least thinking that far out. Like, we can't just copy this. We need to, like, distinguish ourselves and try and be, like, a good game. Yeah. While still capturing that sort of essence. And they fell on their face. That's true. And you're right. That not only was that the best thing you've contributed to this show, it might be the best thing that's ever been contributed to this oh, show. Oh yeah, it's a pretty good analogy. Mm-hmm. I get down with it. Yeah, that was good. Um, so, who does Sony need to bring in and Suicide Squad this shit? Uh, Idris Elba. Because cause that's what they need. If Sony can bring in the big guns and get PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale two. To take home that fucking Game of the Year award at the VGAs? Well, I mean, I don't know. PlayStation Battle Royale All-Stars is, is an Oscar-nominated or Oscar-winning film. Yeah, Sony needs their Shazam. Is but Shazam, did it have a good opening weekend? I mean, Is it doing very well? It's it's not doing, like, gangbusters, but it's I believe its current run is comparable to some other... Uh, Marvel movies like let's say Ant-Man I forget what other movie was compared to isn't Ant-Man I mean did, no offense to that Paul Rudd or Ant-Man yeah. because I love that like, movie it, it did but fine did, like, it's did, not, didn't Ant-Man not was it like not a high grossing film it's like it's not bombing it's not doing terrible like um, it's getting received critically received very well and that's really what they're gunning for at this point like the word of mouth like it didn't do as well for the movie as they wanted it to and now that it, you know Endgame is around the corner it's definitely like it's going to lose whatever momentum it currently has. Yeah. But it's doing fine. Like they've already said, like, hey, we're doing uh, Shazam two because it did well enough to 
warrants a sequel. Yeah, but they don't want to get those bucks, though? Like, they don't want to get those fucking... Oh, they'd love to get those bucks. It's not going to happen at this point. But, like, it's it's not losing money in the way that, um, like, say, Justice League ultimately did for them. I mean, I guess as long as it's not losing money, um, I guess I guess that's a positive. Yeah. I still don't know if I'm going to see it. I was kind of excited to maybe see it and now I just kind of lost interest in fucking it's I think it's a good movie and so far everyone that um everyone that I've heard seen it like yeah you know it was good Mm -hmm. plus I mean right around the corner is literally you know yeah I mean like you're seeing it on Thursday as well right so six days from right now from us recording this we're gonna be weeping I did. I did. I'm gonna end be up weeping. Reading one spoiler, I believe. A spoiler? I believe. Michael, purposefully? No. How did you come across a spoiler? So, and it's so funny because, like, the day before, I was explaining to someone, like, "Hey, this is for Avengers Endgame." If that wasn't clear. Yeah, I was explaining to someone. We're that, not spoiling the movie right now. We're just yeah. Mike. Uh, all right, tell your story. Yeah, like, like I was saying, the day before, I think I was explaining to someone, like, "Hey, this is how." This so to backtrack, I was explaining spoilers and like how sneaky spoilers are because me and a coworker talking about Reddit mm-hmm. and we're talking about like how Reddit's been pretty good about hiding spoilers. And I had mentioned how for The Force Awakens, we had seen like a very early show. I, I think the movie had come out, and for whatever reason, it wasn't like a Thursday night 6 p.m. release, it was like we had to see it at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. So we saw it super early, watched the movie, so, you know, yay, great movie. Later that day, I was scrolling through Reddit, and, I mean, depending on how you know Reddit works, like, Reddit has a bunch of subreddits, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think I just drank a whole bottle of water, I don't know what just happened. Yeah. I kind of blacked out for a second. I'm still listening to you, I heard yeah. everything you said. I just kind of zoned out on that so, water bottle. Reddit has a bunch of subreddits, like, they're basically different topics that have, like, their own kind of group for conversation and stuff. So 4chan has a subreddit. It's, like, it typically just has screenshots of, like, something that happens on 4chan. Mm -hmm. And what happened is you can tag, you can tag posts with whatever. You can tag whatever. So, like, I I remember after seeing The Force Awakens, I just happened to be on Reddit, and... It was, like, soon after. Like, it was probably that Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at a post on the 4chan subreddit, and it had nothing to do with Star Wars, but it was tagged, and it was, like, tagged, you know, Kylo Ren, or, like, Han Solo dies, Ben, Kylo Ren is their son, blah, 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 blah. hmm So, that's the preface. So, today, I'm on Reddit, just kind of scrolling through. I see a 4chan post. I open it up, and, it, like, I read it, and then I saw a caption on it, and the way the caption was written, like, in my mind, it didn't register that it was related to Avengers. Yeah. It wasn't until, like, I actually moved my mouse to see what the entire caption said. I was like, oh, that's what they're saying. Damn it. You think it's true, what you read? It's, it's like, one of those spoilers where it was something that, you know, it's not, like, a new idea. Do you know what I mean? Like it's something that yeah, you kind of expect. but you still want. You expect. You still don't want. That you expect, to or you like you've talked about it. So like, I read it. And I was like, oh, that's what they're saying. And like, I'm not mad about it. If that makes any sense, like it's it's not like a. I don't know. Like I'm not gonna spoil. It. I'm just saying, like you know, I read. It, I was like, oh, that's what they're saying. I kind of wish I didn't know that, but like it doesn't. 
will you will you remember what this is so that after we see the movie you will know if it was real or not or no yeah okay because like i I'll try to re- I, I don't know if i remember to ask you but yeah if you do I'll, remember i'll just, make a mental note just i'll be like I'll write a note somewhere just be like oh by the way that thing wasn't true yeah or it was true because is it like a big deal big big dealy deal thing that like potentially got ruined for you uh, I guess it would I mean would you depend whatever it was mm-hmm. would you if it was true would you personally classify it as like a big spoiler for you or not it's I can't even describe it cause like it's almost as if like make a mental list of like all the big of all the things you expect to happen in in Endgame like all the like yeah, like Paul Rudd going up Thanos' ass. Yeah, all the all the things, like big things, small things, everything. I feel like it's on. Yeah, big things, small things. I feel like this it's guy over here. it's on the list. Like it might not be like the first thing you say. Mm-hmm. It might be you know you you get to like number ten. You're like, oh yeah, this will probably happen, or like this would be cool to happen. And you so Professor down. Xavier rolls out and goes X Men X Men, yeah, and then just rolls away and he goes. Get it. And then it all along if we find out that Thanos was just a, a small sentinel mm-hmm. and then a bunch of big sentinels show up. Yep. I mean they're both purple. Yeah, they're both purple. And then, and I mean he's kind of I, I feel like his outfit kind of resembles a sentinel. It's like got that like magenta and like dark blue. Yep. You know what I mean? Right he could he, he could basically just be a like baby sentinel. He should be the mango sentinel. Anyway, so it's Got them mango sentinel scoops. Hagen does. Like it's a It's a really deep I can't cut. even call it a big spoiler. I think it's just something that might that might occur and you'd be like, oh shit. So basically what I was gonna say is before the coworker had explained to like the whole spoiler thing before, I'd mentioned him like, Hey, I think I just read a spoiler and do you, he's like, What was it? And I said, Do you actually want me to tell you this? Because he like I've talked to movies talked to him about movies in the past mm-hmm. and he's typically like i don't care about spoilers but i said hey are you sure you want me to tell you this like typically typically say yes but i want to make sure and he's like yeah i don't know and then he said just tell me this answer yes or no is it related to this and he mentioned something specifically and it was exactly like the spoiler that i had read and i was like yeah and he was okay with it i guess hmm. i wouldn't be okay with it yeah I feel like I don't really use Reddit, so I don't have to worry about Reddit. Mm-hmm. And I typically don't comment on shit on Facebook or read comment sections, so I don't have to worry about that. So I'm pretty much just like skating by. Twitter is the only thing I'm worried about. Some yeah, people, Twitter, had, some people had mentioned like you, you should can, just mute words, yeah. and I'm like that sounds like a lot of work. I haven't. I don't think I have. I, I don't think I follow people that would either a tweet a spoiler or like a spoiler so that it, mm-hmm. i don't think something would pop up on my feed yeah, i don't, I don't really I have I don't, I don't really follow trolly people so yeah I, I don't think that i would have to deal with that the only thing i think i would ever see in this scenario on my twitter feed would probably be if someone i do follow did get it spoiled them complaining that it got spoiled yeah but not actually spoiling it um but pretty much regardless, unless it's like a post from either 
a reputable source or like Marvel themselves, if it's if I see anything Avengers related, I just keep on moving. Mm-hmm. Like unless and, and when I mean like a, like a post, I mean like if it's a tweet of like a fucking movie poster from Marvel, I'm gonna stop and look at it because I'm safe. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna like click on it and look at the comments because I'm not an idiot. Right. And that's why like Todd's like no, no no people ruin it everywhere. I'm like I, I don't know. I just stay away from things. Um, like I think Jade said that she got it spoiled for her in an Overwatch public lobby. I don't know. I don't talk on Mike if it's not my friends. So I just I stay away. I don't want I don't want any strangers ruining this fucking movie for me. Yeah. Like of any movie to ever get ruined, if someone wants to ruin something about Star Wars Episode Nine, I'd be upset. If someone wants to ruin something about Endgame, I think I'd be like very sad guy. I'd be distraught. I'd be a very sad guy. Like if that happens to me, Thanos was right. Yeah, that happened, Brian. And we should have fucking snapped half these people out of here. Mm. And either way, I win. Because either I get snapped, and then I don't have to see any of these people that would spoil the movie, or those motherfucking spoiling sons of bitches get snapped out of here. Or, I mean, it's random. I mean, you might just get stuck with those guys anyway. I Part of me wants to talk Avengers, just because it's right here, and just talk about things that are like specifically just in the trailers, so we're not going outside of that. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like we should not do that. All right. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Mike, six days. Six days. What time are you seeing it on Thursday? Six? Six, six or six thirty. I should double okay. check. I think me, you, and Dom are all in the same window. We're like six, six, six to six thirty. Yeah. So we, we will all be getting out of the movie at the relatively same time. Um, and after we all take massive pee breaks at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. we should. Uh, oh shit! That's gonna suck. We should. I'm not super worried about it. No, I'm just thinking to myself, like, like it's going to be a long line of people after the movie, which means I'm just going to have to go home, but I'm in Revere, so I have to, like, drive a while. Well, that's what's going to really happen, is I'm that... Just gonna be in front of, I'm just going to pee in front of the theater like that. It's Revere. <laughs> like, no one cares. It's, it's a shit show. Whatever. I have no problem being able to hold my pee during the movie, but after the movie, everyone in the theater is going to be in the bathroom. Yeah. That I can't handle. So, actually, probably what the best window is would be... During the credits, like after you see, no, 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 no. clearly is going to be like a gap. I don't know how many after credit scenes are going to be. I'm sure there's like there'll be space between like a few of them. You're a crazy guy. You're a fucking madman. You're a wild guy. Like you, you're telling me they called me a madman. That's that's Thanos. You're telling me to when the credits start to roll, not start, and then the snap happens again, not start. You're telling me. To go take a padiddle. Oh, so you're saying wait for the first post-credit scene. Yeah, probably. How do we know there's even a first post-credit scene? How do we know there's a second one? How do we know there's any? We don't know what's going to happen. Do you think that Marvel, at some point in the beginning and or middle, or maybe even the end of this 10 years or 11 years now of MCU, they were like, fuck, we still got to keep doing these stupid post-credit scenes. Yeah, probably. So do you think that they're going to... This will be the swan song. Like we're gonna, we don't need no. them anymore. It's just gonna be a thing of Marvel movies now, right? Like they're just gonna be it's gonna there be a forever. Thing of movies in general. What other movies do it? Okay, so I saw Hellboy this past Sunday, and like I didn't expect any after credits, like a mid credit or after credit scene. But like I just hung around for a bit, and there was one. And I was like, huh? You don't say. Shazam had. Shazam well, DC's a... been fucking riding Marvel's dick for a while now. So. Um. What else? I'm trying to think of another movie. I've seen. Star Wars doesn't have them. 
Star Wars is not happening. This is the thing with with Marvel movies at this juncture. Anytime I go see a fucking Marvel movie and someone gets up and leaves when the credits are rolling, I'm like, have you never seen one of these movies? I, they always have a fucking scene. I'm honestly at the point now where I'd probably see a movie twice just so I can be the guy that gets up during the credits because I know it'd piss off people like you. It doesn't piss me off. Apparently Disney just hates money. Yeah. No, it doesn't piss me off. It's just typically for these movies, we go like we're going I'm we're going we're all going to see Endgame on Thursday night. This means that you're like the fucking hardcorest of the hard. You're going to see this movie literally the day before it comes out. Like you're going not only opening weekend, you're going prior to that. If you're leaving the theater to not watch the post credit scene. I don't care if you're going to YouTube it later. I don't care. Why are you here on Thursday night? I don't know. That just blows my mind. If this is like a couple weeks later, maybe you've already seen the movie once. Maybe you're just a casual person don't care about the setup for the next thing or whatever. Cool. I'm specifically talking about like opening weekend people. Or especially Thursday night people. What are you doing? I've been sitting here for three hours. I'm fucking tired. It, especially especially with this movie. If I see somebody walk out of this movie early and not come back. Like, I get it. You really got to pee. Maybe you got to pee. I don't know. That's one thing. If you come back in, cool. You get a pass. I mean, I'm still going to be mad at you for like, you couldn't hold it. You couldn't hold it. Like, Thanos is over a here. A lot of judgment. Just, here. Thanos is over here, like, snipping, snapping stones around. He's got two gloves on. He's just, he got 18 power gem stones. You know, he's, he's over here. He literally, like... He has Exodia. He has, like, he has all these things. You're going to leave the movie right now and go pee? Come on, guy. Or girl. Or, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know, Mike. Going there's, to... there's some parent that's taking this kid there, and the kid's like, I really have to go. It's like, all right, listen, you got to go by yourself, because if I go, the people are going to boo at me and throw popcorn, so you're just on your own, kid. Exactly. Exactly. You want to be that guy? You want to be that guy? Mike, Thursday night... Bring your kid to a Sunday matinee. Thursday night. Come on now. He really wants to see uh, Tony Stark. Die? Maybe. Mike just fucking... Mike just fucking spoiled Avengers for all of us. You heard it here first. Tony Stark is played by Robert Downey Jr. Mike's a fucking asshole. I watched a very interesting video explaining why Thanos would be concerned about Tony Stark... And, like, it made a lot of salient points. And I thought to myself, you know what? Okay. Be concerned about him? Well, like, be threatened by him specifically. All right. I think we may have had this discussion off the air. And I apologize if we actually did have it on the air and we're doing it again. But we'll make it very brief, Mm -hmm. just in case that was the case. Of all of the people on the good side of the Marvel movies... Especially the ones that are going to be here in Endgame. Hmm. Who are the three most powerful in your opinion? Because Tony would not be in, no. in like and the top the vid- six. The video says that. But it would be like Captain Marvel, Thor, Hulk, and then I would also probably... Like those two, Vision... Scarlet Witch? Scarlet Witch, yes. Not physically, but you know. And if I'm including Scarlet Witch, then also Doctor Strange, just because of... With stones. stones. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, Doctor Strange is powerful without the stones. Yes, he's got magic. 
Scarlet Witch doesn't have a stone. She doesn't have a stone. She Did she get her power from a stone? She got her power from the Mind Stone. Okay. Or at least it was, like, unlocked by the Mind Stone. You know, you can... This was back before they could use mutants, so they had to yeah. just kind of figure out how these powers existed. So, I mean, they're right there alone. You, We just named seven people that I would put in front of Tony. Exactly. So Tony is very smart, very but smart. Hulk is also very smart. Banner is very smart. Hulk, well, yeah. Hulk smash. Hulk yeah, smash. Hulk smash, Banner science. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the video does mention the fact that, you know, Tony is not the strongest, but it, like, listed points, like, in terms of... I don't even think he's the best leader! I'm sorry. He's not. He's not. And I I'm, love Tony. I love Iron I'm Man. I'm gonna quickly run through the points that it made. Um, so, for instance, Tony was the one that ultimately stopped Loki's invasion, and by extension, it was Thor's... Because he was okay with sacrificing yes. himself. No, what I'm saying is that that is probably part of the reason why Thanos is even aware of Tony Stark's Tony Stark specifically. Um because like he was the one that ultimately like stopped the invasion. Okay. Um what was the other point? Um it mentioned that like how Tony like continued like after his failures, he would perpetually like fix the problem. Like he would he would improve himself. So like for instance, um, the one I thought was interesting was after Civil War when Ant-Man like rushed into like his fucking suit and fucked things up mm-hmm. Tony's like well gotta watch out for really small people so like he he uses nanotech to like use it like yeah create a seal suit. his suit yeah um, and like after getting beat up in like a straight up fist fight with uh, Captain America and Bucky he like you know, upgraded his kind of melee weapons. So, like, in the next movie, he had, like, that fucking thing that shot up big staples or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, then it made a point about, like, saying something about his arm. Like, his left arm seems to, like, hurt in a lot of movies, and they had supposed that maybe it's a consequence of something that happens in the endgame. Like, oh, he uses the gauntlet, and, like, it, like, the action of using the gauntlet has, like, reverberated through time and space so like even in the past like his arm sort of hurts that one i thought was a stretch it was interesting but that was kind of a stretch um, how long have they how long has kevin feige and the team over there have had like the layout of these movies that they would plan that so yes that's that, a little that's ridiculous. why i thought it was a stretch i thought like it would be a, a clever way to kind of sort of retroactively tie all that together but I don't think that was an intent, and I think that was a stretch. Like it, it's something that if it happens, you know, the pieces are there that it could tie together. But it's not. It definitely wasn't an intention. Man, you stretching. Mm, stretch. Um, it had mentioned how Tony. Uh, Whoa. Ghosts. There's a lot of ghosts in here. Uh, what was the other thing? earlier a painting just fell. Just the fell. Just for no reason, and it wasn't even the whole. Like it wasn't like the frame fell off the wall. The painting within the frame, f- like flooped down and flopped out. I don't know if flooped is a word, but I'm going to use it. So the one thing I thought was interesting that I was like, you know, that's actually kind of uh, an astute observation to me was that in Infinity War, out of all the people that Thanos fought, it seemed like Tony was the only one he actually tried to kill. He killed people, but he killed people for, like, reasons. Killed people with snaps. No, no, no. Like, for instance, he killed... uh, they killed Loki because Loki betrayed him. Loki tried to, like, legit, like, shank him. He's like, fuck you. Yeah. He killed Heimdall because Heimdall was, like, whisking people out of, like, that ship. And he was afraid that 
he was trying to get the stone, so he needed to make sure that no one else got whisked away with the stone. He killed Gamora because he had to, to get the stone. He killed Vision because he had to, to get the stone. Everyone else that he, like, kind of encountered, he just kind of fucked around with. Um, like, for instance, he could have killed Peter Quill, uh, Drax, and Mantis. But he's like, eh, whatever, bubbles, you fucking turn to ribbons and shit. But Tony, when he fought Tony, Tony was the only one that he actually tried to kill. I'm gonna have to rewatch that fight scene. Like, he stabs him, and, like, he he's like, hey, I hope... Listen, I hope they remember you. I hope they, like, you know, remember that you were, you know, fighting for them. I think what it boils down to is that Tony is one of the only ones that actually tried to, like, hurt Thanos. Because the rest of the people, for the most part, in that fight scene on Titan Mm -hmm. are just trying to, like, confuse him, restrain him so they can get the gauntlet off. Like, none of them are trying to, like kill him. I don't think, I don't think not any of them even think they can kill him. But they're all just trying to get him off balance to take the stone, the the gauntlet off. Tony goes at him when he's about to fucking die from him. Okay. Like he like Tony starts to like try to physically like isn't Tony the one that makes him bleed? Doesn't he cut? Well, besides, I guess Thor's fucking axe, but Stormbreaker. He does make him. He bleed. makes him like a little cut on his cool, cheek, and he's cool. like, "Was it worth it?" Or that's not what he says. He says all something. That, all that for a single drop of blood. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it could just be as simple as I'm that. It could just be as simple as that, though. Is that he was able to just nick him a little bit, and he was like, "Well, for that, you will fucking pay." Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the other thing I had mentioned was uh, just in terms of them both kind of having like a, a, I guess you could say singular, like they're both trying to save people. So Thanos was trying to do it by snapping out half the universe. He's like, oh, you know what? Now, you know, people can survive, you know, resources, blah, blah, blah. And Tony has been continually going towards the path of like, hey, I've got to protect everybody that's why the whole fiasco when Age of Ultron happens, like, yeah, you know, I was just trying to protect everyone, and I'm kind of fucked up. Yeah, I, I don't that. know. I feel like some of this stuff is stretches, though, because, like, it, Captain America is also trying to save everybody. He just can't fly around in a fucking suit. Well, someone should fix that. He's um, also in Wakanda. Yeah, he's in Wakanda. No, Cap yeah, Captain's in Wakanda, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll send you the video and you can watch yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely want to watch it. I'm, I'm definitely intrigued by it. Um, I just think some of it's kind of kind of stretchy. Kind of stretchy, yeah. But it's also like he'd be afraid of Tony because Tony always adapts. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I, nanotechnology, small people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, well, for Endgame, I know that the trailers make it seem like some time has passed. But it also makes it seem like Tony's in fucking space for a long time. Yeah, Tony's... Uh... So... He's and definitely they, not making a new suit up there. They had mentioned that uh, one of the other things would be, and it it's not something that, you know, he would be, like, it's not something that Thanos would be privy to ahead of time, much like the whole idea of him using the gauntlet isn't something that Thanos specifically would be privy to or know. But the fact that Tony is out there with Gamora, who's like, you know, Thanos Gamora? Is, not Gamora. Nebula. Okay. Uh, Nebula, and it's like, you know, Nebula might, you know, have some information. Not necessarily, like, a weakness, but, like, she might 
be aware of something that when she mentions to Tony, Tony might be able to put it together and be like, oh, this is how we'll actually take him down. Which is, again, an, a theory more than any more than any real proof or anything. It's more like, you know what, maybe Tony will get information from her, even inadvertently, that he could be like, you know, we could probably use this to our advantage. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like there's some stuff there, and then I feel like there's just this person has a theory, and they just really are grasping at everything to make it sound. Send me the video, though. I definitely want to watch it. Um, I mean, because I feel like he has... I feel like Thanos has that same type of... Like, I I feel like it's more of a a respect for Tony Mm -hmm. than it is necessarily a fear. Yeah, I think he respects him as like a worthy opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like he, not until the final moment he interacts with Cap, I feel like he feels that way about Cap at the end because he wasn't fighting him on Titan. He didn't see him until Wakanda. I don't even think he really knows who he is. No. Because they haven't interacted. Pr- prior to him seeing him in Wakanda, Thanos and Cap haven't been in the same scene prior to that, right? Right. So... In that glimmer of a moment, Thanos, like, just like he did with everyone else in that scene, you know, fucking flicks them away. He could have done that to anybody, including Cap, but he, like, paused for a moment with Cap. Like, this person is doing everything they possibly can to stop me right now. Mm -hmm. I feel like he respects that. I don't know. Can we I don't know. I think I think Cap is gonna be the one that dies. If that's my take. Real hot take there. So, I mean, I I don't think they're all gonna die. I think Cap's the one that's gonna die, and he's gonna sacrifice himself, and it's gonna be like that. I I can see it happening. I don't think it's a necessity, but I, you know. I think we've I'm talked. Not ruling it out. Yeah, we've talked about this stuff at length. Anyways, Avengers next week. I can't wait. We're getting towards that time, Mike, and our food is getting cold, so we'll kind of start to wrap things up here. But before we do that, this week's episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square, or now their second location is open, their flagship location. Uh, It is located across the street from the Salem Commons in the Salem Witch museum i don't know if it has an actual address it is in the carriage house if you go over there you will see it and uh it's a great spot they're both locations are open both in salem uh every weekend every friday and saturday from 7 to 11 they have the same lineup of cookies in both places so you don't need to go too crazy and a pro tip i still don't think a lot of people know where the new location is so if you're looking for a shorter line at least for the next week or two, you might be better off going to the new spot, which is dope. It's fucking awesome there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do head down to Goodnight Fatty, let them know that Pass the Controller sent you. What were the cookies this weekend? What were they tonight? Cadbury egg, Twix, and carrot cake. I'm down with two of those. I'm not a Cadbury egg guy. And I'm not a carrot cake guy. Huh. I get down with car- a good carrot cake. Um... Speaking of Cadbury Egg, 
the last thing that I wanted to bring up in this episode, Mike. Is Easter? Kind of, in a way, but you know me. I don't care about Easter. I care about the food. And when I say the food, I specifically mean the treats. And, Mike, if you had to give Mikey D's number one Easter treat, what's your favorite Easter candy? Or what candy do you associate most with Easter that you love? Uh, I don't. Is it a Cadbury egg? I don't. I don't think so. Like, when I think of Easter, I don't think of candy. What do you think of? Nothing really. Like Pal- I, I don't. Palm Sunday. I don't. Ash Wednesday. I don't care. Are those about Easter, Easter things. Those are Easter things, right? They're all related to Easter in like the Catholic way. Listen, Brennan, It's it's true that I slept through four years of high school, four years of Catholic high school. But I think you went to Catholic school for like. More than that, didn't you? Oh no, I yeah. Uh, What's your uh, excuse? Kin- kindergarten through eighth grade, through, kindergarten through high school was with Catholic school. What's your excuse? I might because I we're not gonna get into this right now, but I'm pretty sure it's all like in the span of isn't it like Lent, Advent? No, not Advent, Advent's Christmas. It's like Lent. No. Yeah. Which one do you give shit up for? That's Lent, right? That's Lent. Okay, so Lent is is like on the road to Easter. Right. It's like the roadmap of Easter. It's like mm-hmm. Lent. Good Friday, you've Ash saying, Wednesday. You've been saying Lent a lot. <laughs> I really, Lent, uh, I, Easter, Good Friday, Lent. Because I, I was trying to think of the words. I wanted to break into fucking steal my sunshine. Because uh, it's Len. Len. Lent. Boy, you're stretching. <laughs> I know. Anyways, they all, they're all in the, in the mix together. Anyways. You, so you don't have a candy you associate with it? I mean, like for I, me, if I, I had to associate I know it's like, some, it's Peeps. I know, it's Peeps, Peeps. Is, Peeps is Easter Peeps is Easter candy, but I don't I don't go, I don't eat Peeps. You don't so. get down with Peeps? You're just not a marshmallow guy? I mean, I've I've never been like in a situation where it's like, hey guys, Peeps. I'm, I'm going to get you some Peeps. I'd rather you didn't. I don't really eat Peeps anymore because it's fucking marshmallows <laughs> covered in sugar. <laughs> That's probably just not what anyone should eat. Oh, I'm Brendan now. I'm fucking um, healthy as shit. But I'm definitely not. Like, we have roast beef sandwiches waiting for us. I'm not healthy. Yeah, but they're, um... <laughs> it's... Lentz, uh... It's beef covered in cheese and sauce and bread. I mean, I'm pretty sure no one needs that. Um, no, I... I, uh... I mean, peeps for me would be the thing. I'm sure many people's Cadbury eggs. I just don't really get down with Cadbury eggs. I don't even know what's in a Cadbury egg, if we're being fucking honest for a second. Cream? Like the crunchy ones. Well, there's like different types of Cadbury eggs. Oh, I don't know what's there's going like on. There's like the ones eggs. that are in the cookies, which are like the little like hard eggs, which yeah. um they must be like some sort of chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I have no idea. But then there's like the Cadbury cream eggs that are like the ch- milk chocolate bigger eggs that have like a cream, which I don't know what the cream is, but it has like a cream filling. Yeah. If you could have any candy right now, Mike, what would it be? Uh... Right now, I snap. I snap my fingers and boop, thin air. You get whatever, whatever delicious, delectable, yum yum treat Mikey D wants to put in his know. belly. I'm not feeling candy right now, so I can't even say. Oh my god! Your favorite candy? What's your What's your favorite candy? I remember as a kid, um, me and some other kids were having this discussion, and this kid was like, "Chocolates, chocolates, not candy," in the. Um, like that's like that's that's just stuck with me now. So like I don't even know if I should count chocolate as a candy. Well, I mean, you know my feeling on just like a plain old chocolate bar. I think that's the wa- I think it's the biggest waste of a candy. Mm-hmm. But I would consider it candy for sure. 
Okay. That's what you'd want? Just a Hershey bar? No, I didn't say that. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I ruled out all chocolate products. Because I was like... All chocolate products? I mean, for me, my favorite candy, if I had to pick favorite candy, would probably end up being a chocolate-based some sort of bar. Whether mm-hmm. it be... Uh, ah, it's tough to say number one, numero, numero uno. And yet here you are, like, hey, Mike, what's your favorite candy? If I well, because you're like, I will, like... Lent. Lent. Well, I mean, I tried to, like, just give you a softball with the fucking Easter thing, and it was like, well, I don't really associate it with that. I associate it with Palm Sunday in fucking lighting candles. Eat throughout this entire conversation, I have never once said Palm Sunday. <laughs> oh, my God. I even remember how Palm Sunday works. I know my mom would come home with, like, palms. Yeah, it's and, like... And, like, I would just kind of hit my cat over the head with them. Yeah, like, it's like Palm Sunday, Ash Wednesday, Lent... <laughs> This is Lent. the dumbest fucking episode of the Easter world. Easter Lent. <laughs> um, you know what? I like? I like a good Hershey's cookies and cream bar. Those are pretty good. I, you know, I was going to mention that and say, I bet you like that shit. You fucking do. On judgment there. Well, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad or anything. I'm just saying I feel like I was going to I was gonna guess that one. Like, I, I like it. I, I don't know if it's brand. my favorite, but I know. It would have been on brand. I remember, like, at a time, if I saw it in a store, I'm like, ooh, can I get that? You know, no. you want to know a secret? No. I love Oreos. I fucking hate that candy bar. Mm. I think that candy bar is gross. They did Oreo cereal. I think that's gross too. Oreo cereal is kind of weak. There's only two Oreo products that I get down with. And that's Oreos. And that includes like certain flavors as well. Mm-hmm. And fucking cookies and cream ice cream. And or shake. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only two Oreo products I, I fucks with. If you can make a good Oreo cake, I don't know. Bring it to me and I'll probably like it too. But... That Oreo Hershey bar just doesn't do it for me. Oreo cheesecake? Yeah, I guess down with that. Yeah. I guess down with that. So I'm on board with that. Um, but before we wrap things up, Mike, and go eat our yum, 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 roast beef sandwiches, Jen's came wrong, so can't wait to see what ours look like. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> hers came wrong. I said, go ahead, eat mine. I texted her while we are recording I was like go ahead eat mine and my phone auto-corrected to Mike so it said go ahead eat Mike and I'm like don't eat Mike yeah that's concerning anyways if you want to be a part of the show you can do that by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller and becoming a patron and just like Jade has Sapphire Jade and asks us this week's question which is What's the one must-play game on each platform? Xbox, PS4, Switch, PC. This is a tough one, Mike. Mm-hmm. Because for a lot of these platforms, picking one sole game is very difficult. If it was, like, the, the best game. We'll start with... Just play Overwatch on most of those platforms, and then with the Switch, I don't know. Well, that's the thing that gets confusing. It's like, I want to say Overwatch, but like, uh, we just say for all those systems? Let's play play Overwatch on all of them, except for the Switch, and then you play, uh, uh, again, that's not Overwatch. Paladins. Paladins, there it is. So for me, we'll start start with PC. And for me, because I don't play on PC, I'm going to use a cop-out here and say Overwatch. You're a bitch. So I don't know if you even have an input here for PC game. Uh, let's see, let's see. Just, uh... I, I guess we could make it a little bit easier and make it a 
Well, like, PC doesn't matter, but for the consoles, we can make it an exclusive game. Yeah. That kind of helps narrow down some of the... Sure does. Things. So for PC, whatever. I'm just going to say Overwatch. Uh, you know, uh, play... Um... Play uh, Half-Life or the Portal. Just get the orange box. That's good. That's a good pick right there. Yeah, it's a real good pick. Uh, let's let's kick it on over to the old uh, Sony machine, the PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. What you what you wrong with, Mike? Uh, the Last of Us. I was not Mike over here dropping fucking. I haven't played it myself, but I hear it's good. Interesting. I would probably. This is a tough one because. Uh, part of me wants to say God of War, but another part of me really wants to say Beat Saber. I I can't tell someone to go out and get PSVR. If you're just playing a PlayStation, uh, do whatever I said before. If you're getting a PlayStation and a PSVR, sure, play Beat Saber. I'm gonna I'll say God of War, but if I get to use my PSVR answer, I'm gonna say Astrobot. Okay. Or Beat Saber. No, you already made your bed. All right, I'll say Beat Saber. But that's multi-plat, technically, with Oculus. Fuck it, I'm saying Beat Saber. Or God of War. Uh, let's move on over to the X-Bone, Mike. Uh... Overwatch. Uh-huh. Huh? It's Overwatch. <laughs> I mean, that is probably Mike's most played game on any platform. Uh, I mean, you can, say, you can have it. I know we said exclusive but who cares you can have it yeah, i'll give it to you uh for me i'm gonna have to go ahead and say oh you know i'm changing my answer to all all of them just change it to Fortnite. done <sighs> mike dropping fucking knowledge bombs right now how is it even possible to be as intelligent as you like if i was thanos i would be afraid of you you would be my tony you know you, you you'd be a mix of tony and cap you gotta get up pretty early in the morning to uh Outthink me. You gotta. Yeah, yeah. You've been born a hundred years too late. You know what? Something tells me that most mornings I get up earlier than you. Yeah, you probably do. Okay. Not early enough. Still not early enough. All right. You're waking up a day too too late. Tomorrow you're gonna be in for a treat. So hang on to your seat. <laughs> and I said, hey. No, hey, we're not doing that. Uh, for me, for Xbox, I'll probably say the Halo Chief Master Collection. Halo Chief Master Collection is not a game. The Halo Master Chief Collection, um, it, I mean, it, it it has some of the the best first-person shooting games in the world, in my opinion. But it's just a good collection of games. Uh, it's definitely like a centerpiece for that platform. So I would probably have to say that. And then when it comes to the Switch, this is difficult, really difficult. Because there's a lot of games on my Switch that I love. And a lot of really good indie games. Like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But I still have to say Breath of the Wild. Because it's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I say... Hey! What, what a, a wonderful, wonderful time, time right, Anyways, you say... Uh, is there an author video game? Is there an author video game? Probably on like the Game Boy Advance. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, Cory in the house. That would be a pretty good one. Now, let's go lazy and say Odyssey. That's lazy? Yep, that's lazy. I mean, it's not lazy. I said Zelda. Yeah, I feel like my answer is lazier. Actually, no. You know what? Play Mario Kart. I I thought you were going to say Mario Kart 8 or Splatoon 2. 
Let's play Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8 is a, is a good game. I actually think I should probably change my PlayStation answer. To Crash Team Racing? No, to Persona 5. My guy. <laughs> Bangers only. Um, but yeah. You too can contribute to the show and ask us questions by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller and becoming a patron. As always, you can find us on the internet at passthecontroller.io, on Twitter, and on Instagram at passcontroller, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. If you want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that, the freest way to do that, is to share the podcast on social media, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, and leave us a review on iTunes. Those are the easiest, freest ways to help us keep knocking this out of the park. If you do have a couple of bucks kicking around, like I said, you can join our Patreon, or you can go to our shop at passthecontroller.threadless.com and get yourself hooked up with some dope-ass gear and rep your pride for us in the streets. In the streets. And, uh, yeah. As always, you can find me at Groom and this guy at underscore Michael Path. I just recently, this past week, and two, week or two, put up a bunch of post-packs content that I've been sitting on, so... Check out our website to go see some of that stuff. A lot of indie game love. And, uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps this up for episode 138 of the Past the Controller podcast. The next time you see us, we will be uh, crying over Endgame. I'll be crying. You think you're going to cry, Mike? No. Did you cry in Infinity War? I did not. Mike fucking cried. Mike sat, when, Mike, when sat in, Mike sat in a row that wasn't near me and Dom. He was behind me and Dom was way in the back. Mike was fucking weeping. He's a weeping willow. I mean, I know the truth and you know the truth, and that's really all that matters. I mean, the truth is I was definitely crying. I definitely cried every time I've seen the movie. I saw it three times in theaters, and I saw it again on my own coach, and I cried every time because I'm a little bitch boy. Mm. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. This week's episode, episode 138.